Hello and welcome to another episode of Below the Fold, where gurus are gone, content is king, and where the macro conversions have taken the place of the Facebook likes as the marketing metric of choice. My name is Jacob Perry. I'm joined today by Brandon Hassler and John Hammond. What's up, guys? Not much. How you doing? There's that southern accent again. (laughs) I'm here, but I'm laughing. All right. Let me introduce you to this episode's sponsor. It's 97th Floor, an award-winning Moz-recommended digital marketing agency located in Lehigh, Utah, and Orange County, California. They're known for driving bottom-line value results for clients like Pluralsight, Dell, and Salesforce. Visit 97thfloor.com to learn more. All right, cool. So today's episode is going to be awesome. Okay, we've got uh, several things lined up. So listen up, because this is going to be a bomb diggity of a show. We've been gone for two weeks. I was out of town. I went to Vid Summit last week down in L.A. We'll talk a little bit about that towards the tail end of the show. But for now, let's get started. Did you did you hear that I left that in on the last one? No, yeah. I haven't listened to yeah, it. I did, and it was oh awesome. Oh boy! It was awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get started with current events. Okay, there are two things that we want to talk about on the show today, as far as current events. The first one came out of Burger King. How long ago was that, John? BK Lounge. I think it was. Let me pull it up. I think it was just last week. Okay, so last week, Burger October King came 17th. out. October 17th. Oh, that's two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. So fresh. Okay, so for those of you that are listening, it was last week. But uh, Burger King came out with a three-minute video. It's an anti-bullying video, which I thought was interesting that Burger King is kind of getting into that. I, I say interesting. It's good. Like It's not like, oh, shame on you, Burger King. Uh, I think it's great. And uh, this three-minute ad, we've all watched. We'll share... On our Facebook page, if you want to go there, you can search below the fold. We'll we'll uh, we'll post a link to the video. But I want to I want to talk a little bit about it. So it's three minutes. It highlights uh, some kids who have been bullied and their experiences. And then Burger King hired some actors, some kid actors, to in to uh, kind of simulate uh, a kid bullying another kid in the restaurant to see how customers would react. Now, the, the twist to this specific video is that they also bullied, and I'm going to put air quotes around that, they bullied some Whoppers, right? In other words, a guy in the back who was making the Whoppers like, like was punching it and just like destroying this hamburger and then wrapping it up and, and giving it to the customer. Now, the idea here is they wanted to see how many people would intervene with the kid getting bullied versus how many people would kind of take their hamburger back to the register and say, Hey, my hamburger's all messed up. And, uh, anyway, initial thoughts before, so I'm going to share a clip, but before I do initial thoughts, did you like it? Yeah. thought it was interesting. Burger King's known for off the wall campaigns. This one, I guess was on a more serious note, but, um, it's not, I think it fits within, their marketing style. Yeah. John? 
at first I did not like it, but by the end, like you got some real reaction kind of at the end of the video. I won't spoil too much, but um, those kind of got to me. I I almost uh, shed a tear. Yeah. So the way that they edited it was was they showed the kids getting bullied first, right? These actors who are getting bullied, and then they showed customers who were sitting nearby and their reaction to the bullying. And then they cut to the Whopper getting bullied and then the customers getting the Whopper. And this clip that I'm about to share is basically uh, the beginning of the segment where the customers start to react to the bullied, and that's another air quote, the bullied Whoppers, okay? So let me, let me cue this up. Cue it. I just opened it up and it's all smashed. Did you order bullied or unbullied? Bullied or unbullied? Yeah. Do you have a manager that I can speak to? Because that doesn't even make yeah. any sense. Hi, Hi, how's it going? I was given this. Did you bully this burger? Well, yeah. This is a defenseless Whopper Jr. He can't defend himself. I don't mean anything by it. It's just for it's laughs. just for laughs. Just give me my burger, man. What the is going on here? What are you? Is there something wrong with you? Because that's clearly what happened. So the the statistic that they showed was that ninety five ninety five percent of customers who had a bullied Whopper took it back to the register and complained. Uh, Say ninety ninety five ninety five. So five percent of people received I know. Burger that's what like, I was wondering. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I wanted. Yeah, five percent of customers. <laughs> Had it completely destroyed. And when I say destroy, I mean imagine a hamburger and someone just like pounding it with their fist ten times. Breaking it being in, apart. Yeah, in multiple pieces. And then you open that up, 5% of people are like, eh, okay. You know what that is? Food Network calls it the deconstructed Whopper Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I imagine they would. Anyway, uh, so it is a good campaign, right? Any campaign that tries to bring awareness to bullying – and, and decrease the amount of you know kids who are who are having to go through that. I think is great. Um, there were a couple things about this campaign that kind of stood out to me. One, the fact that they were bullying a whopper, uh, it, it was jarring, right? Because you're 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 in this segment where these this kid is getting bullied, and and customers are like they look like they're concerned. They're like, what the heck is going on here? And then it just cuts right to the scene, kind of like a a comedy scene of this guy punching a whopper. And uh, and it kind of distracted from the 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 point of of bullying, right? Yeah, it diverted. And that's yeah. the part that I hated. Yeah. Um, another thing that that bothered me a little bit was that it didn't it didn't share a, a similar statistic for the number of customers that helped the kid who got bullied. Right? It's like ninety five percent of customers complained that their hamburger got busted up. I feel like if it were so low, like the number of people who were trying to help with the the kid who was getting bullied. I feel like that would be really compelling, right? It's like 95% of people reported their bullied Whopper. Uh, only 20% of people helped the kid who got bullied. Like that's how big of a problem it is, right? Like that would have been really, really powerful. I don't care. 95% uh, of customers reported their bullied Whopper. Duh. I'm surprised it's not 100%, right? Yeah. <laughs> like who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? 5% wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know who those people are. Who? Who are you? Anyway, so uh, again, I, as a whole, I liked the campaign. I liked the video. It was emotional. Uh, it, it, there's a part later on that shows a woman going up to the kid who got bullied and like helped. I mean, not just a woman. There were a few people who went up and, and stopped the bullying and kind of sat with the kid and, and, uh, and chatted with him. And, and, and that was like it brought a tear to my, my eye. 
it was tugging on my heartstrings. I mean, that's that's a campaign that is uh, if a campaign moves you to that type of emotion, it's a success. Oh yeah. There were just a couple parts that were a little jarring and, and I thought could have made it a little bit better. Is that it? That sounds uh fair to me. Yeah, fair. Solid. Can, can we have a golf clap for for Burger King? That's a little loud, Brandon. Yeah, it is a little loud. Right. Quiet in the gallery. Okay, so the second thing <laughs> on our list of current events is a, a an ad that came out of Las Vegas. Who was it? Was it Mandalay Bay? MGM. Oh, MGM. So MGM came out with an ad. John, why don't you kind of explain it? So they had an ad running um, called, what was the original called, Brandon? Um, the theme was, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And one of the lines in the campaign um, said the following. I'm just trying to pull it up. What did it say? We will blow your minds or something like that. And it's really quick. You can't like I didn't even recognize it the first time I watched it until I was like paying attention for for that line. But a lot of people came under uh, MGM came under backlash on social media like crazy because of that line. We will blow your minds, you know, with the fantastic phantasm of Las Vegas. So they recut the ad. Same shot, same video, everything, and did a "Together We Shine" to the "This Little Mine, Little Light of Mine" ad, and um, yeah, same shots, but it was slower, slower. So it was a lot slower, different, yeah. different music, and different messaging. Yeah, it's almost like they just repurposed it for the the basically you know, what's the hashtag Vegas Strong, Vegas Strong. Like yeah. specific, they're like, oh crap. We just did this commercial. Let's do another one with the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on social media, people were either in big fans of this. That MGM commercial was 100 fire. Or there was the other backlash again. The MGM resorts hashtag Vegas strong ad seems oddly capitalistic in the wake of a hor- horrific tragedy. Maybe ban guns from your hotels and screen bags. So just back and forth on social media again about this recut of the ad. Vegas strong, together we shine. Do you want to hear the comments of the chief experience and marketing officer? Yeah. Defending it. Which um, one? The original? The original. Okay. Uh, said, we created the spot to reflect the strength and resilience of Las Vegas, of MGM Resorts, of Mandalay Bay, and all of our employees. The response to the message has been overwhelmingly positive. It reinforces our promise to the world that we'll remain strong and united in the face of adversity. So that's not the original. That's the new one. That's their response. They're saying, this is why we put together the original one, like, welcome to the show. They're basically saying, like, look, we're trying to move on. We're trying to show that Vegas is strong. Life goes on. Oh, okay. Yada, yada. It's been received very positive despite people complaining. And then, they, yeah, they pulled it and then posted a recut Well, if, it, if, if, if they it. had a... Uh, uh an overwhelmingly positive reaction from people. Why would they pull it? Because it's the, uh, what's the word? Not the, uh, you have the silent majority who like it. And then you've got the minority who are very loud. And then people complain. If five people complain in ad week, who's notorious for picking up the negative of any ad, even if it's five people, they'll spin it to make it look like half the country's angry about something. Then okay, so if, if you were if you were the marketing director at MGM, would you have pulled it if um if you had an overwhelmingly majority of people who had positive feedback? 
Um, that's a good question. I'm a little bit more stubborn. Are, are they also a silent majority if you know that they are positive about it? I mean, how can he say overwhelmingly positive re- reaction if people are being silent about it? Um, I don't know. No. <laughs> okay. I, I, me personally, no, I wouldn't have pulled it. Yeah, me neither. Like, but I, I think I think that's a little. I, I think it's a little silly, right? It's like, what, what are these? What are these casinos? These hotels? What are these businesses supposed to do after something like that? I mean, it's super, super tragic. But are they supposed to like pretend like close up shop? Yeah, I mean. yeah, exactly. Are they supposed to close up shop and and wait and like like what's the t- what's the amount of time necessary to sit and wait? After something like this happens. Yeah. It's always, oh, it's too soon. Well, when is too soon end? When is it time? When are we allowed to Yeah, here's my question. Do this. How the heck did they turn around such a high-produced video in that amount of time? I can't do that. Holy cow. A, you're saying from the time of people complaining to the no, recut? Well, that and the original. Like, the turnaround time on content like that that I try to get is like so, so, slow, slow. I'm thinking, holy cow, these guys, they're really churning on this. You're saying... That's, at Vivint. That's at Vivint Smart Home, that's we do not have that, a good production uh, I bet turnaround. a lot of it's stock they've just had saved up from other shots. Yeah, you're probably true. Like you're assuming it. that all of this this commercial originally was created from the time of the shooting till now. Now. Didn't he just say it's in response to that? Yeah, the ad is, but I bet you money most of the production was already done. They just had to slice and dice. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is is That's it? my hunch. They didn't, they never clarified if this was, like, already being. Oh, totally. I bet, yeah, I bet they had existing clips that they yeah. just smashed together for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but still, yeah. I'm still Here's the question, though, because, so I was actually, I've been, like, I'm always Googling stuff on this whole event that took place with the shooting, and I noticed if you type in uh, Vegas Shooter in Google, there is one ad that shows up, and it's for a uh, law firm in Las Vegas. Vegas Shooter Legal Help. Uh, and then the description, this could have been prevented. Make them accountable. Call us for legal help. Um, what what, uh, what law firm is it? Um, R.H. Wait. Is it R? R. Hunt, R. Hunt Law? Hunt and Tugel. Tugel. Hunt and Tugel. So that's an ad, right? So people, like, they're targeting that So they're that bidding ad. on the term Vegas Shooter. So I guess the question is, don't you think that should be in is the news? This insensitive or are they, or is this not, I guess if you are a PPC person and you're, you're running a lawyer or, I mean, you've already done this in the past with helping law firms in Las Vegas, you have a huge national event like this. Do you, or do you not run ads on tragic terms like this? Cause anyone typing in Vegas shooter is looking for news and information. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, but yeah. then yeah, their law firm shows up. No, you, you're one. exactly right. One of the one of the tweets from this article from this video is uh, says using mass shooting as a marketing tool bad taste lacks class. Schmuff. Schmuff. <laughs> um, here, here's the thing: is you asked me if I would do that. The benefit of working in digital marketing is that there's an element of anonymity, where the person who did that, who who put the money towards that specific keyword, no one will ever know who that is. You know? Yeah. But so they will know the company. Do you want yeah, that's true. Do you want me to answer whether or not I would do it? Um sure. Yes, I would do it. Okay. Would you? Uh I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. I feel like That's the only ad too. 
It's the only ad I've which, seen. Which means that, like, and it's hey. just for that because if you did Vegas shooting, no ads. It's like old news stories. But Vegas shooter was the one I saw. Do, do you think that they got business from that? I don't know. Yeah, and hunting Tugles out of Waco, Texas, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's the funny part is when I look at this Adweek article on the Las Vegas, it's a lot of the hate comments are, oh, they're trying to capitalize on a tragedy. I think this one, like this is a third-party company who had nothing to do with what went on trying to capitalize on this event. Whereas Mandalay Bay, they're not trying to capitalize. They're trying to recover. MGM. MGM, yeah. MGM, I'd be interested. Mandalay. Yeah, I'd be interested what, if there's a relationship between MGM and Mandalay because they're, they're like – there's well, like, they're owned by. Are they owned by the same yeah, company? Yeah, they're all MGM they're all hotels. MGM. Yeah, right. Like the fact that it happened at their hotel, I feel like gives them a little bit more leeway and right to because they were they were a part of it. Like mm-hmm. like they were there. Well, the dude affected totally their rates and their stock dropped big time after uh, took a huge hit the day that or the day after it happened, as well as I think most of like the main like Caesars. Um, Forget some of the other ones, but like like people not wanting to go there. Like, well, just like the just the stock market because most of these companies are public. Caesars, MGM. Yeah, totally. I'm wondering why did it take a hit because people anticipated that. Yeah, that no I mean, one would, would go you stay, stay there. Uh, every person I've asked, I'll ask you guys: Would you ever stay at Mandalay Bay? Yeah, knowing now, would you? Are you go? kidding? The odd, yeah. the odds of it happening at Mandalay Bay again are less likely than any other casino. You're the first two people I've asked that have said yes. Everyone else is like, no way, man. He's like, out of it's the haunted. three people I've asked, you are the only two who have said yes. You know, No, I've asked at least nine people. This is crazy similar to what happened at 9-11. The airlines, I mean, no one could sell a ticket after that, and prices dropped like crazy, and it was the best time to fly. Security was enhanced, cheap tickets. Same thing. Yeah. Well, best time to fly for prices, not for yeah. security, because no. we all have to go through that. Yeah. But the difference is... PSA pre. Um, Pre-check. That's right. like saying, like, the, like, the planes that were in that incident are no longer flyable. Uh, so, like, with this, like, it'd almost be like, well, I still stay in hotels, uh, or I still go to music concerts. I feel like because it happened at Mandalay Bay, it's such an iconic building. Every time people drive by there now, they're always going to think about biggest... Shooting in the biggest in the mass US history. murder in U.S. history, right I, there. I would, I would stay in the same bedroom. Whoa, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. No, I'm like, why? You're why really is that weird? weird? Yeah. No. Nah. You, you think they're gonna leave like evidence? I mean, they're cleaning that. That's gonna be. Well, the, that's gonna be the, the cleanest room in the whole hotel. Supposedly, they haven't officially said, but most experts they know for sure the room's not. They're gonna renumber stuff, uh, but there's even talk of the whole floor just being closed forever forever like turning it into storage or something like that just because you're going to get looky who's or trying to get <laughs> up there <laughs> or people just don't want to stay like oh crap man i'm on the same floor what floor was happened. it uh 32nd floor room 135 wow 32nd yeah. i didn't even know there were 32 floors in the mandalay, mandalay bay there's even more than 32 yeah because it's pretty low down i know the picture dude that kind of blows my mind a little bit yeah the whole floor are you serious that would be like insane or at least completely redesign they're basically just trying to like eliminate any type of resemblance or any style to what happened so they're Um, they're changing their gold windows all of them are (laughs) they're replacing them they're going purple maybe black pretty yeah anyway that was interesting okay yeah so i i i think it's i don't know i think people are are too sensitive like it's a business you know 
What are they? I mean, Welcome what are they to supposed 2017. to do? Dude, that's the thing. Is the original PC. the original video is like had nothing to do with it. It was yeah, just it was like, are we supposed to shut yeah. down all operations of and and not market? And I mean, you're right. They have to recover, mm-hmm. right? This is that was huge. Anyway, okay, that's current events. How do you so, feel about those? So if United released an ad a couple weeks after 9-11, it says, fly with a bang. Too soon? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> All right. I do think that's too soon. <laughs> What's the difference then? <laughs> because, like, fly with a bang is like, <laughs> well, I, like I that's, too, that's too wording. obvious. <laughs> like, I, I mean, uh, MGM says mind-blowing. I mean, th- come on. Yeah. I mean, that has, like, way stronger connotations for, like, what they were meaning rather than anything else. Okay. That's current events. All right, you guys. I want to enter into a segment that I'm super excited about. This segment is going to be open up to the public. Anyone who is listening can participate in this segment, and we're going to show you how it works right now. It's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? So who wants to be a millionaire? Most of you are, are, are familiar with this game, with the rules. Let me, uh, let me give a little spin on this. So this is digital marketing related. I've got uh, uh, several questions that I'm going to go through, and we're going to use real money. Okay, So if you're listening and you want to participate in this segment of our show, which we'll do, um, I don't know, every few weeks, however often people are interested, we will do who wants to be a millionaire digital marketing. Okay, so the title of the segment is a little misleading because we're not actually giving away a million dollars, but we're going to give up to a hundred dollars. Okay, so I've got 10 questions and each question is worth a different amount. Okay, we start at one dollar. It goes to five dollars to ten dollars to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and then it jumps up to 75 and then up to 100. Okay, now, John, you are going to be our very first contestant on who wants to be a millionaire digital marketing. Give me the green. Yep, yep. Okay, so just uh, just as some clarification rules here, uh, we're going to have two, what did you call them, Brandon? Um, Drop-off points or? Um, walk away. Oh, yeah, walk, walk away. away. Walk away, okay? You can walk away after you hit the $30 mark, and you can walk away after you hit the $60 mark, okay? You can just walk away. Or you can keep going for an additional $40 after that mark. Okay. Got to get the Benjamin. You get the Benjamin. Okay. Second thing, you have three lifelines. You can phone a friend. You can Google it. Or you can go 50-50, and I'll eliminate two out of the three choices. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Okay, John. Just like in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Classic Edition... The questions start out easy and progressively get harder. Question number one. HTTP is more secure than HTTPS. True or false? So it's just a... It's A and B. False. That is correct. You just got $1. Ew. Okay. Question number two. I sh- sorry, I forgot to ask if that was your final answer. All right. Question number two. The maximum number of characters in a tweet is A, 145, B, 120, C, 130, D, 140, E, 150. Wow, doing E's. I think that's the only E. Okay, E, final answer. 
E, 150. That is incorrect. <laughs> Technically, all of them are incorrect. No, because it's it's still beta. So right now, 140 <laughs> is, the, is the right tweet limit. And I used to be in social media. Oh, holy cow, John. Uh, so you get $0. Okay. <laughs> I have enough questions to where I'm going to pass it on to Brandon. Was it 145? Is the real answer? Yeah. No, the real answer is 140. 140. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> hey, remember, you guys, you have three lifelines, okay? Dang. Holy cow. All right, Brandon. Well, at least I got out on Twitter. No one cares. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> if, if we get answers like that, we're never going to pay anyone out. Okay, Brandon, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Brandon's Who taking me to lunch. Who wants to be a millionaire? Question number one. Now all the, like, really, really easy ones <laughs> are, are out. <laughs> Question number one, Brandon. This is for $1. How many URLs can a sitemap contain? A, 20,000. B, 30,000. C, 50,000. D, 75,000. Um, C, final answer. That's right. You get $1. Okay. Thanks. Question number two, Brandon. What is the maximum recommended number of internal links on a single web page? A, 10, B, 30, C, 50, D, 100. Um, D, final answer. That's right. You get $5. All right. Next question is worth $10. Okay. On average, 51% of traffic comes to websites from A, paid search, B, referring domains, C, organic search, D, social media. Ooh. That's a tough question. Is it? Because it varies heavily by industry, but we're saying overall. Overall. Overall, 51% of traffic typically comes from this medium or this channel. I'd like to use a lifeline. Okay. Which lifeline would you like? Uh, what's the 50-50 uh, 50-50. We're going to use 50-50, and I'm going to eliminate paid search and social media. Ooh, glad. So I would have picked social. <laughs> <laughs> so is it either referring domains or organic search? And repeat the question. On average, 51% of traffic comes from website, or comes to trap. I'm so sorry. On average, 51% of traffic comes to websites from Referring domains or organic search. You're welcome to use another lifeline if you'd like. I'm going to go <laughs> with, man, my gut says it's organic search. Is that but your final answer? part of me says, but there's a lot of websites out there that link to a lot of websites. That's true. Um, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice here. I'm going organic search. That is correct. Nailed it. Bam. Nice. Where's my pen? I need to keep track of this. 51%. All right. So you are at $10. The fourth nice. question is for $20. $20. Okay. All right. Question number four. Sorry. I've got a bunch of questions here. I'm trying to decide which one to give you. This one's pretty easy. What's the new artificial intelligence that now processes a, quote, very large fraction, end quote, of queries on Google. A, mind rank. B, page rank. C, 
Google Panda, D, Google Phantom 3, E, Rank Brain. It's either Rank Brain or, um, what was the second one you said? Page Rank. What was the question again? What's the new artificial intelligence that's now processing a very large fraction of queries on Google? The first one was Mind Rank. It's not mine, Rank. Page Rank. Google nope. Panda. Google Phantom 3. Rank Brain. I'm going to go with Rank Brain. Final answer. Final answer. That is correct, my friend. Nice. All right. All right. This is the fifth question. If you get this one right, you can walk away with $30. All right. A lot of, a lot of junior whoppers. That's true. It's a ton of junior whoppers. All right, Brandon. For $30, what is CRM? A, customer redemption management. B, customer relationship management. C, customer ROI measurement. Um, B, final answer. B is correct, sir. Why would you pick C? It doesn't even match the acronym. I, I wouldn't have chosen C. Oh, you said ROI. Never mind. Okay, that works. Well, I mean, I still wouldn't put it because ROI is an initialism, <laughs> an initialism within an initialism. Yeah, that doesn't work. All right. Brandon, you now have $30. Ooh, I'm not walking away. I'm oh, going. he's not walking. Come on, he's not. Get the Benjamin. Okay, this is uh, question number six for $40. Because of the rapid growth of the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, social media needs to be a key element of your digital strategy. A, yes, it should be the main element. B, yes, it needs to be in the strategy, but it will be the least important one. C, it depends on your business and objectives. C? Final answer. Final answer. That is absolutely correct, my friend. You now have $40. Always go with C. Always go with C. Yeah. For $50. That's a lot of money. $50. Marketing persona is A, your existing customer that buys the most of your services. B, a representation of the goals and behaviors of a group of users. Or C, your highest converting prospect at the moment. Hmm. B, final answer. That is correct. $50 you now have. Next question, question number eight for $60. Here we go. What, sorry, in what year was Google's page rank discontinued? Ooh. A, 2006. B, 2009. C, 2012. D, 2016. Uh, D, final answer. D, 2016 is incorrect. What? The correct answer is 2009. And to be more exact, October 15th, 2009, it was announced by a Google employee that PageRank will no longer be a thing. What? I'm How sorry. How is that possible? I'm sorry, my friend. But 2009. You, 2009. Can we fact check this? You can fact check it. Please, John, fact check the year in which Google's page rank Is there an was appeal discontinued. Option? You know what? Uh, I think we should play to where once you pass the certain milestone, like the $30, isn't that how it works? If you miss them after that, you get to keep it even if you get it wrong? No. You go home with nothing. Is that true? I, Is that true? true? Yeah. You get, I thought you get you, it wrong. I, I thought you could walk away at any point. You can walk away anytime, but once you hit those milestones, you get to keep that many. Yeah, you keep that much. Yeah, so we line. so we hit we hit thirty dollars. But he got it wrong, so he's gone. 
Oh, you can walk away at any time and get yeah. that much. Yeah. Oh, but I if you get it wrong, you lose it all. Okay. Yeah. So yeah there's yeah. the plot twist. Okay, cool. Well, here's the thing. You get I'm, nothing. I'm reading all these articles. Rest in peace, Google PageRank score. Two, they're all 2016 articles. Says, 2016, well, this past huh? Friday, April 15th, 2016, it went dark. That's okay. From Search Engine Land. Google PageRank is discontinued. I don't see a date on this one. March 9th, 2016, Google confirms to bar. Page rank is no more. Okay, so here's here's I'm I'm in. Uh, I mean, we were at 97th floor. I know I'm in Wikipedia for uh, page. Here, here's this is from Wikipedia. Page rank was once available for the verified site maintainers through the Google Webmaster Tools interface. However, on October 15th, 2009, a Google employee confirmed that the company had removed Page rank from its Webmaster Tools section, saying, "We've been telling people for a long time." that they shouldn't focus on PageRank so much. Many site owners seem to think it's the most important metric for them to track, which is simply not true. In addition, the PageRank indicator is not available in Google's own, own Chrome browser. So in 2009, it was announced that it's no longer in Webmaster Tools. We're not supporting it anymore. So it, it may have been that in 2016, they came out and said, hey, like, you can't even find this anymore. Like that, like they, they erased all traces. I don't know. But but this is saying on October 15, 2009, they have removed it from Webmaster Tools section. Um, and then in 2016, they officially shut down the Google Toolbar page rank data to the public. So I guess it depends on how you interpret the question. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. In all reality, and from what I understood... It even says here, Google will still be using PageRank score when determining how to rank content in the search results. They're just not making that data public anymore. Okay. And it's been a slow process of doing that ever since 2009. Okay. So should we keep going? Does that count as an appeal? John, what do you think? You know. You've heard both sides. What's the question again, exactly? The question example, exactly, is in what year was Google's PageRank discontinued? Technically never. It even says right here. It'll still be using it internally. It's just not accessible okay. publicly. John, wow. I'm, I'm giving you the, the judgment here. You know, I, uh, I'm feeling merciful, and let's say that was a bonk question. Let's All right. Keep going. Bonk question. Here we go. Brandon's going to upgrade his meal I'm from Burger King to a steakhouse <laughs> for me. Going to Olive Garden now. Brandon, that was All question right. number eight. I like okay? the Question number nine <laughs> is up to $75. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Here we go. What percentage of consumers regularly or occasionally go online to conduct research before making an in-store purchase? A, 10%. B, 30%. C, 40%. D, 75%. Ooh, and what are my options for lifelines? You have Google it and phone a friend. I can Google it? You can Google it. Um. Okay, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Okay. What percentage of consumers regularly or occasionally go online to conduct research before making an in-store purchase? I feel like we could put in some Jeopardy music in here, even though that's kind of cross-contaminating it. That's the that's not That's not Jeopardy. And my options are what? 10%, 30%. 40%, 75%. Um, I'm going to go with 
75%. Final answer. Final answer. That is correct. Nowhere on here do I see that, but everything's ranging from 61 to 81. So yeah. that's awesome. 60, I've seen 60 to 81 as well. All right. So you, you, have, you have one question left. And, and I one, get $100. And, and you, I will give you $100. Can I see this bill? Yeah, I've got it right here. It's right here in my wallet. Oh, dang. Okay. Right, he's I'm going to throw this on the table. And if you get this question right, you take it home. Vivian's paying well. <laughs> All right. So $100. Question number 10. You still have one lifeline if you want to use it. Phoning a friend. I know that's kind of a hassle. And it's like all your friends that are in digital marketing are in this room right now. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be a little Even bit that's difficult. A stretch. Oh, oh, dang! As in, as in, it's a as stretch in, that they know digital marketing, or it's a stretch that they're your friends. I don't know. I got Twitter on, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I would not phone John. All right. Okay. One last question. I'm trying to pick a really hard one. But here. Brandon did too. So just FYI, that's true. He did what? Got, he got one wrong. Twitter on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, that wasn't one of his questions. <laughs> okay. So here we go, Brandon. What is the right sequence of stages in the marketing funnel? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Awareness, interest, evaluation, consideration, purchase. That's your first option. Option B, interest, consideration, awareness, evaluation, purchase. C, awareness, interest, consideration, evaluation, purchase. D, intent, interest, awareness, consideration, evaluation, purchase. That is a very difficult Multiple choice question. That is very difficult. Um, I'm going to phone a friend. Okay. What Actually, friend? I know someone who just did an article on a funnel. Okay. So here's something interesting about phoning a friend is on who wants to be a millionaire, they always answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Probably because they were prepped and said, hey, I'm going to call you if I get on this. Okay. Brandon, who you who you phoning? I have to say their name. No, oh, I don't care. Yeah. I'll let them introduce themselves. Oh. Okay, fine more fun that way all right the tension is killing me so wait what's what's your what's your title over at dev mountain director of marketing oh okay just just make it sure. <laughs> <laughs> is that on speaker like are we waiting for well, someone to pick hello? up hey is this uh john hammond, john hammond? this is <laughs> uh so i'm on this show right now and i know you just wrote an article on 97 floors blog about an email marketing funnel but you could help me out here i would be more than happy to okay are you uh taking me out to dinner afterwards maybe 100 <laughs> depends if we win this or not <laughs> that's right. Okay. All right are you ready john i am ready okay so the question is what is the right sequence of stages in the marketing funnel a awareness interest evaluation consideration purchase b interest consideration awareness evaluation purchase C, awareness, interest, consideration, evaluation, purchase. D, intent, interest, awareness, consideration, evaluation, purchase. Read uh, A and C again. A and C. A is awareness, interest, evaluation, consideration, and purchase. And C is awareness, interest, consideration, evaluation, purchase. And then A was awareness, interest, evaluation. Consideration purchase. So the, the difference is they switched evaluation and consideration. So A is evaluation, then consideration. A is evaluation, then consideration. By the way, do you guys, what do you are think? you still on your phone? What, what do you, <laughs> you think, John? <laughs> ah, 
What, do you, what are you leaning towards, I'm leaning John? towards... Well, I, don't, I won't tell you yet. I want to filter your, your mind. Uh, I have one I'm leaning towards. Valuation, consideration, purchase. Or consideration, consideration evaluation, valuation. purchase. I think you evaluate, and then you consider, and then you purchase. What are you leaning towards, Brandon? I think you consider... Then you evaluate, and then you purchase. Okay, tell oh, me why. Wow. What? Tell me why. I feel like you're considering, like, okay, I'm considering getting Netflix subscription because everybody talks about it. Now I need to evaluate. Can I afford it? What's all the features? What are the competitors? I'm evaluating the service. And then I pull out my credit card, and I purchase. So I'm, is that C? That's C. I'm thinking C. So... My my only beef is you have I beef just, with this. I do. Okay. I just feel like this marketing funnel is. I, there's so many different types of marketing funnels. Okay. That use different words. So how is that's this, true? But the, this the is be all correct. It doesn't have funnel. to be. It's the most correct out of the four I gave you. Oh yeah, that's a good point, Jacob. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Who made you the law of funnels? Okay, so Brandon, uh, he's disagreeing with you. Are you going with what John said, or are you well, going with what you, you have said? A, do you have a letter you're going for? Well, if he's going with his, it's A. So, consideration, evaluation, evaluation, consideration. And I'm getting weeds here. Um, do you consider before you evaluate, or do you evaluate before you consider? Or is it B or D? <laughs> <laughs> John seems to be leaning towards A. He is leaning towards A. I am. And and Brandon is leaning towards C. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with John's gut because one of two things are going to happen. It's going to be wrong. And you can, can blame him. He's, I'm going to blame him. Or he's going to be right, and I'm the guy that backed him. Okay, so you're going with so A. So it's a win-win. You're We're going, going A. a. Final, Final answer. answer. That is wrong. Is it no. C? It's C. <laughs> oh my gosh. C is the correct answer. I'm taking my money oh back. My what is, putting what do that you back mean by pocket. evaluation? I don't know. I didn't make up these questions. Who made this question up? Who cares? I, I <laughs> care because it is wrong. We're appealing it. All right. Evaluation and consideration are the same thing. No, they're not the same they thing. They are. Nah. No, don't give me eh. eh. I said nah. <laughs> consideration. Nah. Well, nah. You're not the knights of nah. Put that away. <laughs> no, nah. I, I know. I was joking. Okay. I was making it applicable. Okay. So no money was given out today. You could I'm have mad. Walked, you could have walked away Brandon. with $30. You, could, you should be mad at yourself for missing the first freaking Twitter question. Yeah, he missed it too. Yeah, well. All right. Let me look at the definition of the two here. here. All okay. right. Consideration, careful thought, typically over a period of time. And then evaluation, the making of a judgment about the amount, number, or value of something. Assessment. There you go. That's, so they are, yeah, very different. And you consider before you evaluate. You, I, I think that your uh, assessment of the of the question was spot on, as far as using your Netflix example. That's my first analogy that you've approved of. Uh, Usually, at I least, get crap for my analogies. No, I, I thought that was great. I was like, hey, that's a perfect example of when someone considers before they evaluate. Anyway, so that is who wants to be a millionaire? Digital marketing. Again, I want to reiterate this. If you want to participate in this game, I'm serious. We have real money. We will give you. Email us, inbound at belowthefold.io, or hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter. Twitter is belowthefold.io, okay? Just hit us up. We think it would be so cool if you if we brought you in 
whether it's through a phone call or uh, into the studio, we'll bring you in for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and we will give you cash. I will bring you cash money. I will hand it to you before you walk out the door, and you could be a hundred air. Hundred air. Hundred air. I will give you a Benjamin. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I might give you, I don't know, a few Jacksons or, you know, there might be some Lincolns and Washingtons thrown in there. Hamiltons. But, yeah, maybe. You know, yeah. get the whole crew. Yeah. You just anyway, got to take us out the to squad. dinner afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that segment. That was fun for me. That was fun. Okay. So our last thing we want to talk about is Vid Summit. We want to talk about Gary V, and we want to talk about conferences in general. John, what do you got? Quick follow-up about the billboard. Oh, are we going to totally? Let's do that, that first. Let's yeah. do that first. Because my man, Brian Davies. Davis? Davies? Uh, Davies. Davies. Brian Davies. He was clutch. And uh, I want to know about Just Code It. I've been Okay, so a so little context. If you didn't listen, two weeks ago, we asked Brandon, hey, we uh, what billboards are in the works? I asked John, "Hey, you have two seconds to come up with a billboard idea." And in like one second, he came out with "Just Code It," and we said, "Dang!" Mic drop. And then we said, "Brandon, we want you to pitch that and see what they say." So Brandon's like, "Okay, I've got a meeting next Thursday." So he went in and he said, "Hey, how about Just Code It?" And this was the reaction. Huh? Interesting. What do you guys think about this? That was the reaction I got. Yeah. So pretty much, it didn't even like we were thinking. They like, like are it. there legal implications? And Brandon's like, no, we it didn't even go through. Thought legal. about that. That's the summarized version. Uh, we were thinking because we it was perfect timing because we did have to come up with like four new billboards, um, really quick. And I said, what about just code it? And I think the main consensus was that the Nike trademark parody, infringement. Well, that could be the possibility once you get up to legal. But right off the bat, I think also because they. One of them had already, like, just a couple days before, had seen some code website or Instagram account do some play on, like, just whatever it. So it was, like, kind of a Nike thing. So I think the consensus was, oh. We're just copycats. People have already done. You know what it was. The just whatever it. That that coding school they saw probably listened to our podcast, (laughs) heard my idea, and said, dude, let's that could be. That. Yeah. Beat Dev Mountain. Except they're, he, they're not till Thursday. He just said that it's not a coding thing. It's something else, right? Well, it was like a it was like a developer meme Instagram account. It was like just I forget what the phrase was. I anyway, so they sense. they did think it was a good idea, but because of timing from someone else doing it right before then they said, Ah, we can't do that. It could so happen in the future. It didn't even make I'll it to legal. Okay, so uh in response to that, we said, Hey, we'll open up to anyone who's listening. Why don't you submit ideas for billboards for Dev Mountain? If you submit one that gets chosen and put up as a billboard, we will give you below the fold swag. Boom. Okay. So we had Brian Davies right into the show and he submitted his ideas. John, what were they? He came up with some clever ones. I they just got me chuckling. First one was cooking up code your mother in law would approve of. Stop right there. This is a play on the previous one where an actual Dev Mountain billboard stated, what, get a job that your father-in-law would approve of or something like that? Uh, Start a career your father-in-law would approve of. There you go. So this one was kind of a a play on that from the other side. Uh, Cook up some code that your mother-in-law would approve of. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to get away from the mother-in-law stuff now with all the sexist comments we've been getting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cook up some code. Yeah, like, probably... oh, women only cook, huh? Yeah. 
How about See? how about cook up some code that your father in law would approve of? Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Walter White. Cook up some meth. Let's cook. <laughs> cook up some code. Yep, viewers would approve of. Yeah. Nice. All right. What was another one? All right. Putting up a mock dollar bill and having three coders looking up at the sky proudly with the banner that says, in code we trust. Oh, now you get religious folk offended that you just changed God to code. In code we trust. Hmm. Another one. But the people who are against having God and like church and state separated, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm joining Dev Mountain. ASAP. In code we trust. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay, last one. Well, he's got two more. Oh, okay. Give me one more. Okay. I mean, two. Give, it, give them both to me. Seeking web developer. If interested, please call 10110001110 binary phone number. Interesting. Uh, if we were hiring web developers, that would be yeah, a good one. That's kind of wrong, yeah. audience. But we're going that's for the true, audience right? that does not know code yet. <laughs> that's right. And they want to learn so. <laughs> They're never going to figure out that phone number. They're like, if you want to, if you want to learn what this means, <laughs> I would just love to see someone on I fifteen like one zero. I'm going to have to get off the exit, come back on. Yeah, yeah. Hey Brian, that was. I mean, that was thoughtful, but kind of a little. Here's fail. your favorite. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, last one. Uh, image of a coder with an epic mullet that says "Business up front, party in the back end." Yeah. yeah. Now, Jacob told me this one, and I said, I like it, but it's already been done right here in Utah. And I even have a picture of the billboard, Property Solutions. Yeah, Property You know what? Now that I'm now seeing that. Now that they are in Trotta. This was up in Lehigh. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that now. I remember after Brian sent that in, I was like, nice. But then, yeah, I'm seeing that now, and I'm like. I remember that billboard. Oh, wait. This says business in the front, party in the back. Is that what the other one said? No, it's part of the back end. end. Oh, yeah. the coder play. What, yeah. what? I mean, I still think that it's a little... Business in the front, party in the back end. All right. You could say business in the front end, since you also have front end development. Yeah, that's true. But, so do you uh, say party in the front end? Uh, business sorry, in, business the front in the front end, end party, party in, in the, the back, back end. end. See, now when you're saying back end, though, that could also be... <laughs> Your butt. Yeah, taken as something else. Which the, the, that's the thing is you need you need little things like that to create a little bit of controversy. Yeah, you know, because co- like people who are interested in coding, they don't care about that. They laugh at that. Isn't that the culture of Dev Mountain? Like, stop being stop pussyfooting around <laughs> stuff like that. We can't say that at Dev Mountain. Pussyfooting? Yeah, that's it's offensive that's, to women. That's weird. Just kidding. Okay, no rules about that specifically. <laughs> It's not in the handbook. Check the handbook. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't have to mark this episode as explicit now. Okay. Uh, okay, so if you're listening. Party in the back end, though, Davies. Or Davies. <laughs> Davies. 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 Jones Locker. Uh, yeah. That one is growing on me. I, I didn't realize the back end reference. The so back end play? That changes it. Okay, so you'll present that at your next staff meeting? I don't know if I'll present it at the next meeting, but I will. I like it, but I don't think one. I'm going to. I'll rework it a little bit because I'm also sticking my head out when I'm pitching these ideas. So No, just say, hey, a, a guy who listens to our podcast sent some us some ideas. Some bozo listens <laughs> to my podcast. Are you call him Brian a bozo? No, Brian knows me. Brian was actually a uh, Market Mark Campus, Campus student. student so. Jinx. Jinx. Okay, so Brandon, when is your next meeting about billboards? 
Uh, I don't have a set one, but uh, I do okay. meet with the team next week. Okay, so next week. We usually change billboards up every quarter. Have so, you already picked some for this quarter? Yeah. And it's 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 already in the... It's already... You, you can't change it. It's already in the print shop. What do you mean print? You guys are printing billboards? Why aren't you Why aren't you using blip or something? Uh, those don't work as well. The blip, there's really. A, there's power in having the same billboard there all day long. Oh, you know totally. what you sound like Michael Scott. Power and paper. <laughs> there's power and paper. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it's also more expensive, right, to do the printed out ones. Yeah, it's it way is. more. Way more. I hear you though. We are doing uh, some new digital ones. I actually thought about it from uh, Timpanogos Hospital features newborn babies that were born in the hospital. Yeah, I like like that. Welcome, whatever. So I saw that, and what we're going to start doing is highlighting either alumni or like graduates who just got a job, like, congrats on the job, Melissa. And there's her picture. With the blip? With the blip ones? Yeah, the digital digital. ones. and those. So we can just, like, pick, like, five students every month who landed cool cool jobs. So you're congratulating them. But also highlighting Dev Mountain. But you're highlighting the fact that, we Dude, I'm going to fist bump jobs. you on that one, man. Yeah, that's killer. Uh, if that wasn't your idea. That was you... my idea. It Was it? That was my idea. Well, my wife pointed out the billboard. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then I started thinking, oh, Dev Mountain could do something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. They always do that on their own billboard, though. Like Mountain West Hospital or whatever. They have their own billboard where they do it. But still, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Give us a little preview of the billboards that got approved that we'll be seeing. I honestly do not remember. Dude, screw you, Brandon. Half of them. One I of just them... saw the spooky one. Oh, what is it? It's like your job getting spooky. Oh, that one's already published? Yeah, man. It's up there. That's quick. We want some safe ones. So one of them was with Ugh. Halloween coming up. We were going to do something of uh, like learn to code, hand out king size candy bar. Or sorry. Learn to code, afford king size candy bars. I like that because like yeah, that's cool. Rich people are always the ones. Yeah, yeah. the problem. I mean, it's, was... it's a little deceiving, deceiving because uh, coders aren't. They're not living in neighborhoods giving out king size candy bars. Well, it's also legally accurate because virtually anyone can afford a king size candy bar. Handing out mass quantities, we're not claiming that. Shut up. That, those are the kind of conversations <laughs> wow. you guys have to have. Oh yeah. Unbelievable, dude! I want to I want to be a fly on the wall when Domo is having their billboard discussion. Yeah. Seriously, Domo has, runs a totally different style. I think it's because we're also in a highly regulated in- industry. Don't give me that highly regulated. They're a B two B software company. You're not company. highly regulated. They're in the higher education, education realm. High what? education? Yeah. Are you accredited? We're owned by Capella. Is the problem? So we are oh, like a title four. It is a problem. It is a problem. Okay, highly regulated. Going to the medical industry, that's highly regulated. Well, Going to the banking industry, that's is, highly regulated. Is also highly regulated. Yeah, you're not in the high. Ed- yeah, you're owned by a by a online. They're not online. Capella. What are they? They're like a Stephen Hennigers or something like they're that. They're online. They're like a University of Phoenix. <laughs> highly regulated. Hey, we have to do all the same laws and stuff at like BYU, University of Utah. How about C plus plus gets degrees. See, no one knows C++, and we don't teach C++, C++. Okay, Gosh. so did you just come up with that? Yeah, just randomly. Are you serious? Yeah. I was just kind of thinking about C's get degrees, and I was like, oh, that's a clever idea. C++ gets the degrees. If we taught C++, that would be good. Well. And you'd have to know would, what yeah, C++, C++ know what is. C++ was. But still, I mean, it would be, it's you'd catchy. be like, oh, oh, yeah. We like billboards that don't make complete sense. Yeah. Okay. Leaves you go. thinking about it. Wait, so that don't make complete sense? Yeah, tell me like about Doma. the spooky one. What's the spooky one? 
I don't know. It says like your job getting spooky question mark. Learn to code or something. That's that, that was a straightforward one. Yeah. That's so stupid. Well, on, that one well, was out of my hands. They did the Who, deviate from their style guide and put orange text for the spooky. Yeah, well, it's Halloween, so <sighs> Halloween, New Year, new career. Have you? <laughs> That'll be coming up towards the new year. Oh, man. <laughs> That's cute. We, we went from Brandon saying, honestly, I don't remember, to hearing like every oh, single one. Oh, now it's like starting to come back. <laughs> there are a couple other ones I do not remember. Um, okay, so have you guys seen Vivint Solar's billboards? Like uh, Rise nope. or Shine? Or Good Morning like Sunshine? Yeah. yeah. So. Oh. What are those? What? I don't see billboards. I'm like rarely on I-15. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm on the back country roads. So... <laughs> We were going to talk about conferences, Vid Summit, and Gary V, but we only have like no time left. <laughs> Just tell us this, and we can talk about the rest next time. Sure. Your experience with Gary Vaynerchuk. I saw you got a picture with him. I took my picture with Gary V. How was it? How is he? So Gary V is like five feet tall. He's super short. Wow. I that, I think I'm exaggerating there, but as far as saying five feet five feet tall, he's like small. Rand Fishkin short. Uh, I, I bet he's shorter than Rand Fishkin. Rand Fishkin's pretty short, but but Gary V is a pretty short dude. So he is he's a cool dude though, right? Like he's super intense when he's talking. Even when oh, here's the weirdest part is that he has an entourage, and since he's so small and you have like everyone around him so much bigger, it looks like people are following a little kid around. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. But he definitely has a presence, you know. Like as he's walking around, he's always. I mean. You think of someone who's just like hard, hardcore entrepreneur, like someone whose brain never shuts off. You can see that in his demeanor. Like as he's walking around, he's always looking as if like at any moment there could be an opportunity and he doesn't want to miss it, right? So I, I actually wrote down a quote that he had. Uh, it's not an exact quote, actually. It's, um, it's something like, are you willing to lose money in the short term? Are you willing to lose money in the short term? And if the answer is yes, then in his mind, you are, have the mindset to become successful because, the, I mean, that's kind of what investing is, right, is putting money up front, and, uh, and that's kind of like, that's like his life, right? Are you willing to lose money in the short term? And, uh, and that was kind of the, one of the messages. So VidSummit is an influencer marketer conference where only creators are invited, so it's very small and intimate. And he was paid $75,000 to come give a 15-minute speech with like 45 minutes of question and answer. And and then he went to a private VIP lunch, which I was at. And everyone got up to go uh, like shake his hand, talk to him a little bit, take a picture and bounce. And then and then he bounced. Like, Is that when you got your picture with him? That's when I got my picture. And yep. would you feel like he actually like paid attention to you or is more like, what's your name, Jacob? Hey, good to meet you, Jacob. Picture. All right, man. Kind of, kind of both, right? Like he makes a point to look at your name tag so that so that he just calls you by name, right? As you walk up, hey Jacob, what's up, man? And he was super nice, and we made eye contact. It didn't feel like he was like trying to rush me. Uh, other people were trying to rush me, but he were some people taking their sweet time. So Gary, I got a question. It for started you. out like that. Like at the very beginning, they announced it at the beginning. They were like, hey, you can come up, you can ask him a question, get a picture. Like they made it sound all like leisurely. But there were so many people in the room that after, I don't know how many people, 20, 30 people, they were like, pictures only, guys. Pictures only. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, no questions. Pictures only. And it did. they started hurt, like hurting people through. 
But uh, the cool thing is that Gary V himself was not the one. It's almost like he has a team, right? So other people are like, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he's just like super calm, super cool, and 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 doesn't have to worry about like, you know, who comes or goes or whatever. Well, I just found, checked the height. He is 5'7". In comparison, Mark Cuban is 6'3". You ever met Mark Cuban? <laughs> no. I'll, po- I'll post That's it. a random. Yeah, that, why did you compare was, to Mark Cuban? That what That's Google? what this YouTube video is. <laughs> That's weird. So I will, uh, I'll post a picture of me and Gary Vee on our Facebook page. Bam. Check that out. If you've enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you go to whatever podcast listening platform you're listening to and leave a review. We also invite you to engage with us on iTunes. Leave us, uh, sorry, <laughs> on iTunes. Uh, anyone want to engage with anyone on iTunes? Yeah, that sounds like sure. a great idea. Uh, if you want to engage with us, we invite you to connect on Twitter. And our handle is at belowthefold.io. Email us at inbound at belowthefold.io. You can hit, hit up our website, uh, whatever you want. Facebook messages. Yeah. That's how, <laughs> Send us a message, message on Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, remember we're doing... We're now going to do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Seriously, if you want if you want a chance to answer some digital marketing questions for a hundred bucks in cash, yeah. hit us up. And that's it. Until next week, we'll see you below the fold. No noise for you. <laughs> <laughs>